money. Let's talk money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Obviously, this is all about money. Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. (laughs) With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money. With Dave and Reb. From more than enough, real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Well, that's good because, uh, you know, if you weren't ready to talk money, it would be let's talk money with Dave. And, well, we I don't know, want to I know. You say that, that very often. Should I just, mm-hmm. like, no, you should, get it I, a dodge? Uh, maybe I should just ask a different question. <laughs> Welcome to the show. This is the show where you catch the middle of a conversation that Dave and Reb are having about money. (laughs) For those of you that are new, welcome. For those of you that have been listening a long time, thank you so much for for listening and subscribing and commenting and and just being part of our lives. And, And so, as we come into 2024, we want to say, Happy welcome New Year. to welcome to yeah, exactly welcome to 2024 happy new year and uh we're just so excited to be um this isn't our anniversary of podcast but another year goes by and we say oh here we are um and you still listen to us and and we still love coming and digging into the hard issues around money and saying what does God say? What does God say to our hearts? And how does that relate to the everyday financial lives that we live? And uh, really working to discuss topics that integrate into all of those uh, those things. And, and again, looking at Scripture and saying, Scripture's our guide. Uh, you know, the words, uh, the Lord says, your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. And it's, it is in such a practical way. I also want to give a shout out to Joanne Jehu, uh, one of our financial advisor partners. So if you've got some questions about investments and and insurance and long-term planning, uh, what to do with your more than enough, then uh, reach out to Joanne at joannejehu.ca. That's her website and you can, uh, you can connect with her there. Thank you, Joanne, for sponsoring the show today. Couldn't do it without you. So, um, Reb. Yeah. I'm, I'm taking it away. Brand, brand new year and and pretty exciting topic today. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm I mean I don't know how to introduce or jump. Right I know in, I don't so. I we we're actually talking about the more than enough. Uh, I always get this wrong. Visions vision mm-hmm. or is it vision vision, of, yes. vision statement? You can go to our website morethanenough.ca and find the vision and mission statement for more than enough. But we're going to talk a little bit about hope and freedom mm-hmm. today. So but if you you've been what? on the website, you'll see hope for today, freedom, freedom for, for tomorrow. tomorrow. So I I have this little tune running in my head though because mm. I feel like. Um, I, I don't know. I should just sing it a little bit. Well, you know, are you going to introduce our new theme song? Is well, no, I know. This is? <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, no, we, no. we got a new you know, theme song coming out of Rev it's, here. It's the, <laughs> here comes the sun, do, 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 do. Here comes the sun, and I say it's all right. Do 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 do. You know that song. Yes, yeah, that's been I, done already. I know so. it has been done, but that's what I'm feeling like our show is about: awesome. the sun coming out awesome. and encouraging people in 2024 that no matter where you're at, no matter uh, where you find yourself, there is hope mm. for today and freedom for tomorrow. Without sounding too clicheish. We want to talk about what that means. And I feel like God wants to shine his sun 
mm-hmm. on us mm-hmm. so that um, we can say it's all right. And I like that's like sounds tacky from the song, but actually I just feel like God wants to encourage us today mm-hmm. that there is hope and it's not in your ability Although it does take, we're going to talk about this, it does take our abilities. We're going to talk about James a little bit. You know, faith without works is dead. There is practical stuff we have to do in our money. It's not just praying for miracles. It actually might come through your own hand, the miracle might come. So we want to talk a bit about that today. And one of the verses that I sometimes quote it's from galatians 5 verse 1 Mm -hmm. and in the new international version it says it's for freedom that christ has set us free stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery Mm -hmm. if there was any verse that we could think about money with this is a good verse Mm -hmm. and jesus did come to free us from all kinds of things um to realign our desires with his Mm -hmm. to um Break us out of our excuses. Right. Taking right. responsibility for ourselves. That is, we may think that's not freedom, but that's actually freedom to actually be responsible for yourself. And yeah, and, and I've, I've I've heard that, uh, and and this may be an old picture, but I think it's a really appropriate picture for what we talk about. Sometimes when we talk about freedom, we think you know, sound of music, running off through the fields <laughs> into infinity, where you know, you mean and, that like at the end when they're yeah, f- well, fleeing from the. Well, they're crossing into to Switzerland, yes, but, but the, the idea yeah, okay. is 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 that's freedom is is that, and yet, um, really, in in a sense of true freedom, and and it references back to Jesus being our shepherd, and and freedom is actually knowing the boundaries that we have to work in, mm. and recognizing that yes, we could run off into the sunset, but there's stuff out there that we actually is is going to be a disaster if we don't pay attention to and that freedom could very quickly turn into disaster where Christ says he says come to me he says let me be your shepherd let me guide you and so he says our freedom is actually found in the the proximity that we have to Christ and so, in, in the context of making it practical, mm. that's reading his word. That, that's being drawn into the presence of God and saying, part of our freedom is actually knowing where our boundaries are mm. and, and being able to say, yeah, that's, that's not a place where, where I'm going to navigate in this season of my life because uh, it looks like freedom right now but it's really going to be disaster. And so trusting the shepherd Mm. to to say, let me lead you, let me guide you, let me uh, walk you through the valley of the shadow, if that's where you're walking, or let me walk you to those green pastures that that Psalm 23 references. I'm thinking while you're talking that freedom then really is truly following being a sheep and following the shepherd of of Christ that we're actually not doing what we think we would be good for us, but we're actually listening to his voice and he's saying, do this Mm -hmm. or rest here or um, manage your money in this way. 
I, I don't. I mean, I'm just thinking about that because our definition of financial freedom, because we have one. I've just been working on it actually for um, the video series that's coming out sometime this year. Um, I've, very I've, soon. It's very soon. Stay tuned. Uh, stay tuned. Um, um, financial freedom means you're secure in the knowledge that there is ample provision to live the life you're called to live. It means you can live, give, and move without the hindrance or burden of debt or other financial restraints. Restraints In Christ, this freedom isn't about what you think is important, but aligning with what he says is. That's how mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know if you agree that, with that. That's Devin. the working document right now. So, <laughs> and, and it makes me think of the, the feeding of the 5,000. You know, in a sense of let's let's dissect that story. And we've done this so many times. If you listen to the podcast, you're like, Dave, you're talking about that story again. It's yes, his I'm favorite, talking about it's the his story favorite again. story. Because what it is, is it shows us, first of all, it is God testing his his disciples. It's Jesus testing his disciples to say, Let's see how the kingdom of God really works here on earth. I think he was teaching them, not testing them. He was testing them. Luke actually says he did this to test them or maybe teach them. It doesn't really matter. The the point is, is that Jesus then takes the small amount of provision that is there. And sometimes we feel that way. I only have a few, a little bit, and I see this massive need. And Jesus Mm. is saying, yeah, okay. So this is the norm in the kingdom. You're going to see a massive need, and that's going to that's going to impact your heart. It says that Jesus had compassion on the crowd, and he decided to do something about it. There's an action there, and so then he, you know, he invites his disciples into this kingdom work, and he says, "Okay, guys, let's feed them." And the guys are like, "Ah, no, can't do it." impossible. It would take way too much time, energy, money. We just don't have the resources. We're not doing it. And Jesus says, what do you have? And how many times haven't we heard that Mm -hmm. resonate in our own lives? I see this massive need. It's touched my heart. I have compassion for it. And then God says, well, what do you have? And then Mm -hmm. we bring what we have to Jesus. We bring that up. And and Jesus takes it and brings it to the Father. So I... I hear what you're saying, but I'm, this story has got me thinking because often we equate freedom with, I can do what I want. And I'm thinking of being on the hillside, Mm. all these people. And if I was doing what I want, being where as a working mom right now, I'd be hightailing it out of there. I'm like, I'm not feeding people. Jesus, that's up to you. You got this. I'm leaving. I'm not even staying around because there might be such a big need, but I am not interested in getting involved in it because it's too much, too big. And I got to take care of myself. I got, I got to go feed my family of five. I have to, you know, I got to get up for work in the morning. I'm, I'm actually thinking that, that I'm not thinking about the need. And here's an interesting thing about this financial freedom, which you, if you've followed us before, if you're new to the podcast, we bring up a lot of things that we might not necessarily have answers to because our definition sometimes has to do with just furthering my own way. So freedom is enough money in the bank. I mean, even we said it, enough provision to live the life you're called to live. Well, we're actually making an assumption in that definition that you're wanting to do it the way of Christ, Mm. right? And sometimes it it is great, isn't it? Isn't it for those of you who know when you don't have debt anymore, isn't it wonderful to have money in your bank account and you can just go buy groceries, 
take the cash and there's not a single stitch of stress or worry around it. You can actually save. We always talk about the kayak at Costco. <laughs> you could actually save for that kayak a, a couple months and be able to pay cash. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it's, it's not stressful because you have it and you made a plan and that, that is like freeing. But sometimes we think freedom is just doing our own thing. And I don't, think that that's what freedom is. No, and and that goes back to knowing our boundaries. What we talked about the sheep and drawing into the father and and walking with the father and saying in some days are just normal days. Not every day did the disciples go, "Okay, Jesus, there's not enough food today, so, you know, do your thing," right? You know, uh, we we actually read, you know, through the gospels that, that Jesus is hungry at points and he's tired at points and mm. the disciples go shopping, uh, you know, in when the with the woman at the well, well in Samaria, Jesus they, sends them all ahead to do some shopping, right? To to get things ready uh, for the 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 for, last for or, you know, and, and all of these things, there's still the practical that goes on and there's still, you know, the everyday managing of the money. Again, we know Judas uh, had his hand in the money pot all the time or some of the time, and yet there was still enough for the disciples to, to, to manage they, I know we uh, we don't doing. hear the day to day part of that, mm-hmm. right? We but we do see these pieces. We see the well, how should I pay my tax? And Jesus says, "Well, who's of course you know Give to Caesar what Caesar?" Yeah, but then go go fishing and get it. You mm-hmm. know, like I mean, that was one answer. I mean, isn't that? I mean, but isn't that freedom? Because mm-hmm. he came and he, um, I I I was reading it um, just the other day. You know. He, Someone says, I want to follow you. And he says, well, foxes have holes and um, birds have nests, but the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. Like his example of financial management was to not be attached to anything. Right. Not be attached to the tangible houses. And like he just, he, he relied on people's generosity as well. Mm-hmm. How did that work? There were there were businessmen and women who supplied the need for them. I'm I've never read fully about all of that, but I know there were women involved who had who had money. There were business women. So all the business women out there, you just you just go for it. There's man. a whole chapter in Proverbs about God supplying through women. So we're, we're, you know we don't have to do that one today. Maybe we'll we'll get a guest on and I, and I'll step out of it and you girls can go at it and and talk about okay. the Proverbs. But but 31. I mean here's freedom. They were just walking. Freedom is walking with Christ and really not like wouldn't it be nice not to be stressed about money i mean i and, and I here can i just jump in wouldn't it be nice to be to not be stressed about money even when you look at it and you go wow all i have is two loaves and, and or a few loaves and yes. fish to go again the reality of the context and and we've kind of jumped to freedom right away i know and, and we went to freedom and not hope, hope. But we can we can bring bring hope because they're so in, intertwined and linked. Is is we put again that that hope doesn't mean that we don't do anything. <clears throat> hope is part of seeing the need. Hope is part of bringing that need to Jesus. With again, Jesus says, "What do you have?" And I and I think in that story, what I take out of it is is Jesus saying, "Hey, what part are you going to play?" 
You know, uh, mm. what resources have I given you that you can actually start to meet the need, even if they're insufficient? Now, you know, again, when I don't want to take too much out of out of the the, the story and the example, but they 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 search around to gather up what the resources they have. They they intentionally look for that. And then they bring it to Jesus. And so, you know, we can do the same thing every day in our life when we we see it and we go, Lord, I just don't have, there isn't enough. Come to Jesus, bring it to Jesus. And then together you can go to the Father and say, Father, what do you, how do you want to work out in this situation? As you referenced, do you go fishing for the tax money? So do you, mm-hmm. do you go do your job? You know, essentially that was Peter's job was to go fishing and, and God supplied through fishing for his taxes. So I'm curious, like just on a personal level, how does this story bring you hope and freedom? Because mm-hmm. you talk about this story a lot mm-hmm. you, I, and you love it. Well, I think, you know, again, what it, how do we define hope? Hope is... I'm asking you. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, because I'm, the notes. <laughs> hope is an expectation. Yes. And we're we're expecting, we come expectantly that there's going to be a good outcome, mm. basically for hope. <laughs> I have I I just waylaid my definition of what hope is. Um, hope is to trust in and wait for to look for. Hope desires with expectancy something or someone that is yet to come. Mm-hmm. In God's love, we have hope in all things. That's First Corinthians thirteen verse seven. Mm-hmm. So hope as bears all things, believes all. Well, that's things. love. Yeah, sorry, that's says, love. Yeah, yes. you've got the yep, but sorry. but you know we have faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. But because of his love, we have hope. I mean, Romans 5 says, and we have this hope. Why? Because God has poured mm-hmm. out his love for us. Mm-hmm. Um, part of the financial journey that we encourage listeners and ourselves in is to go back to the abiding in the place of love, because that's where our hope is. Even when our circumstances are dismal, like we can either have hope or despair. I have this great quote Um, Hope is a projection of the imagination. So is despair. Despair all too readily embraces the ills it foresees. So you guys, we're, we're, we're navigating, especially in the night. I'm awake a lot at night these days, it seems. And um, well, not a lot, but occasionally. And you know, the night watches, it's not always hopeful thinking. You know, we've got, um, the negative things. And we're like, we foresee all the negative things that could ever happen. And then you hear Jesus saying, you know, who of you who worry can add one cubit to your lifespan? Like, don't worry. Hope is an energy, though, that arouses the mind and explores every possibility to combat the negative. In response to hope, the imagination pictures possibilities, tries every door, and fits together options. And when you come, and, and and I will say this, our hope is, is that when you come to more than enough and have financial questions, we are able to offer you the possibilities. Mm-hmm. And in those possibilities, the expectation you have rises. In those possibilities, when you get financially aware, we say financial awareness creates empowerment. When you become financially aware, even when the numbers aren't encouraging, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, I now have a picture of what's going on. And then as 
as you walk with your pastor, your small group, your husband or wife or your family or a financial coach, and you get vulnerable in this area and you say, man, how can I do this? What can I do? You ask that question, what can I do? You take that question to the Lord. What can I do in my finances? Oh my goodness. There are options. There are possibilities. There there is hope. There are people who are paying down debt with high inflation and interest rates. There are people who are saving. We are seeing it. It is possible. And that's, that's the picture, the practical picture. I think God wants to, per, to, to convey to, to all of us that it is not hopeless. And, and I, you know, we've got a quote here from Eugene Pat, uh, Peterson when he writes about Psalm 130, and I think it just fits right into to what you just said. Uh, and he says it like this. He says, hoping does not mean doing nothing. It is not fatalistic resignation. It means going about our assigned tasks, confident that God will provide the meaning and the conclusions it is not uh, compelled. It is not compelled to work away at keeping up appearances with a bogus spirituality. It is the opposite of desperate and panicky manipulations, of scurrying and worrying. I mean, I love this, and you got to put this in the show notes, Reb. Uh, he goes on to say, and hoping is not dreaming. It's not spinning an illusion or a fantasy to protect us from our boredom <laughs> or our pain. It means a confident, alert expectation that God will do what he said he will do. It is imagination put in the harness of faith. It is a willingness to let God do it his way and in his time. And I mean... I'd read that again. In fact, like I said, I, I think we should put that in the show notes. But the, there's so much into that that, you know, it is a hope and an interaction between hope, faith, action, patience and waiting, confidence. I mean, there's like all of these components. So we say the word hope. And yet, really, there are all these other components that go alongside with it. Um, and in a sense, in our world and, 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 and our mission here on the world is, is that our hope is that it leads you to freedom, mm-hmm. that it leads you to the freedom, whatever, in a sense, that freedom is. Uh, and, and we're not going to define that necessarily for you each as, as an individual. Freedom might look like you being able to, you know, retire early, that might be freedom for you. Or it might be, hey, God's preparing us to actually move into a, a whole different sphere in different parts of the world. Uh, you know, uh, again, however you define that, but as we talk well, we, about and we this say interaction. It goes, goes back to the definition, living and giving and moving in the way that oh, you're God. called to and that hopefully that you're consulting with the Lord on how are, how are we living and moving and giving in this season? Mm-hmm. And sometimes that we are restrained because of debt. You you are feeling you can't give, or you're there's some odds obstacles because you can't go and do what you you know feel called to. Well, I'll have to wait till I retire to do that because right now I've got this and this and this and that, and they're burdens, but or responsibilities, mm-hmm. right? So I'm not saying that it's always we're restrained by debt. There are other responsibilities sometimes we have in our life to care for our aging parents, let's say, or to care for young children. We may not feel free 
um, because we have people to take care of. Sometimes I definitely feel that way <laughs> because the feelings of freedom aren't always there. I can just honestly mm. say that the feelings <laughs> of freedom aren't always there, but the knowledge that I am free because Christ is leading me is huge. And you don't even have to be fully. We realize this people who start on the dirt journey of debt repayment, they don't even have to be out of debt yet to experience freedom mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because they are just working in that direction. They are moving towards that. They are doing in, things. In fact, I would, I, I would almost, uh, this is Dave's impression. I, I don't have the statistics, but I would almost hazard mm -hmm. to say that the freedom comes first inside mm -hmm. that, that the, the, in a sense, the, the hope that leads to that freedom comes in advance of the actual practical i'm at a debt and then i can you know go and say yes i have no more debt like th that i see that more that people are walking in freedom and they the debt is now just a burden that give give the lord enough time he's going to we're going to we're going to work together and we're going to shed the rest of this weight but the reality the shame and the the guilt and the, all of that emotional they've been freed from all of that and now it's just the practical working out of it it's just the practical because there's something an understanding there's something that's clicked within us like oh you know i've been told you know, that credit is the way to go because we live in a debt culture. Mm -hmm. And then here we're making a stand. And, and I just want to end this s session um, with the Galatians verse again, mm. because what jumped out to me when I read it was, it's for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Stand firm. And that standing firm, we have this hope as an anchor. That's what um, the writer of Hebrews says. And what is this hope? The hope is that God has made a promise. He swore an oath to Abraham that through the, his line, he would send a redeemer. And that redeemer came through Christ. And that is our hope. That is our hope when our circumstances look hopeless on the outside. And you may be feeling a little hopeless. And I, it's our encouragement that you talk to somebody mm -hmm. that you would, you can call our office. It's what we do, but we aren't the answer for everybody. You may have a pastor who you trust or someone that you see handling their money really well. And you think, Oh man, how are you doing that? Talk to them. Um, try and find that safe place to be vulnerable. Yeah, and maybe I'll wrap up with my last word, my favorite, one of my favorite quotes. I have a few, but one of them is, is that the price of freedom is eternal vigilance. Mm -hmm. And so recognizing that, you know, uh, we sometimes think freedom is a destination. It's really not. It's a state that we exist in. And to to keep in that, we actually have to, we have to continue to work as, as we were saying, hope doesn't mean you're not doing anything. And freedom as well doesn't just stay uh, when, we, when we achieve it. And I, I say that in quotes if you're watching on YouTube. So, the, the price of freedom is eternal vigilance. And that is the, the constant coming to the Father and saying, okay, Father, what are we up to today? What is that your what are we gonna what what are we gonna do? How are we gonna bring your kingdom today? And what resources do do we need to have available to us? Will you pray for us? Father, thanks so much. Um, Lord, we have so many ideas flowing out of this um, podcast today. I thank you for the 
we have you, Jesus, and the promise, Father, that you've given us, that it is an anchor for our souls, and there's nothing that can move it. And Lord, I pray that we would keep leaning into you for our financial answers as we come to you as our hope mm-hmm. and freedom. In Jesus' name. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. I want to give a, a, a thank you to Joanne Jehu, uh, joannejehu.ca. Uh, reach out to Joanne if you've got some of those questions. And please join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.